like it. It sure felt like it. I mean, yeah. drop something. Um, <laughs> if you're watching on video, you, on Spotify video, you would have saw that. Um, but uh, no, because if you think of like where we were standing, we can wander our way over, you know, because this is wandering ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? Clink, clink. Whoa, what's right, up? Right now, everybody listening is thinking one of two things. First thing, thank God Zach is back. We don't have to listen to a whole episode of Just Mark. Or they're thinking, God damn it, Zach is back. I don't want to deal with this anymore. <laughs> right? No, I'm excited. I'm excited to listen to it because... We've never done an episode like that, and I wasn't there for the one you recorded, and it hasn't quite come out. Well, when this episode comes out, it will have come out, but, but by us recording it, I haven't heard it yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm quite interested, I, I'm not going to lie, uh, to hear how it goes. And I listen along, so. Yeah, we'll see. Everybody, everybody is wanting whatever. I don't know right now, but no, dude, the reason why, though, you missed is because you were in Yellowstone. Yeah, literally, like, I literally got back maybe half hour ago, if that. Yeah, perks of living close to Yellowstone is you can turn that into your weekend uh, park, which is it's pretty sweet to have. Well, I mean, today alone, we got some pretty great animals, you know, tons of elk, tons of deer, tons of bison, as, you know, per usual. Um, but we encountered a, a moose and her calf. That was amazing to see, you know, of just cause moose are weird creatures, man. They look like horse mules, whatever, you know, um, they're big, they're goofy and they're strong, especially a mama with her calf like that. Cause she was eyeing the crowd of people that were watching her and she was not having it. Um, it was interesting though, cause talking, uh, earlier in the day so basically i'll just give you a rundown of what i did it was just a day trip <laughs> i see it's that's a perk of living close to yellowstone is you can make it a day trip i know well we were the, the we were it was supposed to be yesterday and thea wasn't feeling well and uh we kind of both were like well let's just sleep it you know our alarm went off and we're like let's just sleep it we can go tomorrow like we can go tomorrow <laughs> you know what i mean so we did uh, we got into the park, you know, probably 11, 1030-ish, rolled right on through to Lamar Valley, just kind of hitting the stops, you know, you see some animals here, you see some animals there, take pictures of the Jeep, you know, the usual, and uh, we encountered this guy in this park ranger at this spot, and he was talking to me, you know, I, I kind of waved to him, you know, I was like, oh, what are these guys looking at, because you can see these people were looking at, oh, there were some sheep about a half hour ago that were right here, and I think people are still kind of looking for them to see. They, they bed down right up on top. And I was like, oh, okay. And interesting enough, where that spot is kind of, but also where we always see in the Lamar Valley where we always see bighorn sheep. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm interested in that because that mountain range is on the east side of the Yellowstone River. Right? Yeah. 
And when you're entering the park, that mountain range where they hang out, where you see them all the time is on the east side of the river. I'm curious if it's the same herd that migrates back and forth on top of this mountain uh, or, or those mountain ranges. Who, who knows? Yeah, uh, I mean, probably the park. <laughs> I mean, someone probably does, but uh, I don't know. Because <laughs> they, keep, they keep an eye on all of those um like herds and stuff especially in parks so oh they got collars trackers and yeah so i'm I'm sure somebody knows but as for like me guess as good as mine i'm gonna say maybe um but then i'm also gonna say no because like you go to those same places in the park and you always see sheep so i'm assuming it's just like the the resident herd <laughs> um you know, because they don't, I mean, they do migrate. They migrate down from the mountains. I know that, you know, like Nye, where my, Nye, Montana is, the sheep will come down to the actual mine that's there, uh, the Stillwater mine that mines like plutonium and stuff for our phones and stuff. Yeah, they'll go like right up on the back hills down there all the time in the winter. Um, but no, so we, you know, we ran into him, and he was telling me about that. And he was telling me about like, we saw eight moose today. We saw... Uh, some otters and I was like really he goes yeah I just been going back and forth all day and I said oh cool I was here like a couple weeks ago saw some otters I said that was the first time I've ever seen otters in this river um because it, it was that first exit right there by the Lamar River um it was really cool we drove into Cook City you know ate at the the old saloon um and then got back on the road and hit the Lamar Valley hitting those pole outs saw the moose saw some really cool bison encounters and ended the night you know and and uh gardener there at the yellowstone hot springs and got a good soak in beautiful sunset right there in yankee jim canyon and then on the road again to blind truckers with my light bar you know no i'm just kidding but if you flash your your high beams at me you're getting a light bar trucker i'm just saying <laughs> perks perks of uh that's a nice little day trip out to yellowstone well and cool that you're best. able to see some stuff too well, the best part, too, of that is, like, I was already talking to Jared, and Jared was like, you saw a moose? I really wanted to see one. I said, well, what are you doing next weekend? Yeah, right. That's another perk of seeing animals. It's like when you see something, you're like, whoo You get that uh, dopamine hit, and you're like, let's go. Let's go. Let's get another one. Yeah. No. Well, what's crazy, too, with, like, the last few times I've gone into the Lamar, well, so... I've gone twice so far this winter and twice last winter into the park. I saw a wolf and a fox last year, and the fox was hunting mice and voles. And this year I saw river otters and a moose in the Lamar Valley, which, you know, the Lamar Valley has all the animals. But when you see the rare ones, it's really spectacular. Indeed. Yeah, Lamar Valley's always got the best it's got the best stuff in Lamar Valley. I know. And, and you know, I'm thinking, because you, you, my guy, you're running a marathon in Missoula. So if you guys want to pledge or do whatever Mark's got to do, uh, do what you got to do for him. But he's running a marathon, half marathon? No, I'm going to do the full. Oh, he's going to do all 23.2 or 1? It's Six. like 26 miles. 26.2. Yeah. Yeah, because it's 13.1. I'm, I'm dyslexic in that way. Oh, yeah, no. Full uh, 26.2 miles. <sighs> yeah, it's going to be a doozy. I think it's going to be a tough one. Um, but 
just pick you up when it's over. Huh? Just call me at the finish line. Yeah, I'm at uh, here in Missoula. Okay, I'll see you there. <laughs> I know. I'm going to find the closest pub afterwards and I'm going to have a beer. <laughs> but my thought, you know, is talking out loud is because, I mean, like, I love seeing Old Faithful. Don't get me wrong. And I know you enjoy seeing those great sights too. But, I mean, on our way back from Missoula to Billings, hey, man, let's just spend some time in the Lamar and Hayden Valley driving those all day. Oh, that's very possible. Never really. Uh, here's never my thought. Thought about that one, but here's yeah. here's my thought. And and wanderers, let me know if you think it's a good thought. Mark that that race is on a Sunday. It's on a Saturday, I think. Same thing weekend. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, whenever your race is. I say we go down to pray, stay at Jared or Colton's because, you know, they'll be cool about it. And uh, we what we'll do is we'll spend a day in the park, just hitting the Lamar and Hayden Valley, driving that kind of that little area. And then when the sun starts to set, do the bear tooth and hopefully we encounter some mountain goats. That could work. <laughs> yeah, that could work. Yeah. I don't know. I just, you know spitball in here yeah <laughs> yeah i never i hadn't really thought i don't know all i had on my uh, list of was running that marathon so there you uh, go i still need to buy the plane ticket out there um you need to you need to talk to everyone who's driving back too because maybe you just buy the one way and no i think it will be hella cheap Okay. <laughs> I know the tickets. I know how to get cheap plane tickets. You do, but you also don't because like I'm looking at like plane tickets for Mardi Gras, like back out of New Orleans. And no matter, like I've searched, I've been searching since August and they just, they've stayed. You have not been searching the right way. They're okay. searching and then they're searching the right way. And I have a t I have a trick. That's why I was able to get like a round trip to Europe for like six hundred bucks. Yeah, but you you don't share your secrets, so. No, it's well known. I'm not going to give it out on the podcast, but. <laughs> After we'll actually, talk. I may have given it out on the podcast. To be fair, under well, like some tips travel, um, probably early on. Um, there you go. The OGs now. Yeah, um, I have a few. Well, Tyler, Tyler's really big into that Hopper app. He thinks that's kind of legit for travel. So oh. he likes it. He says it, it tracks the prices and how they trend and whatnot. I just, I don't know. I figured out. I'll figure it out. I ain't worried. I ain't worried. Speaking of planning ahead. Oh, this is how you're going to do it, huh? Yeah, this is how I'm going <laughs> to do it. I think it fit well. But speaking of planning ahead... If you are planning any kind of summer, spring, late fall, or early fall trip, um, mostly summer, though, trips to the parks, there are some parks that change things up a bit, and I think it's going to become a trend, which is timed entry. Yes, it, it is, and, you know, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, one of those places, and especially because this is one of our favorite places, Glacier, right? They're one of those parks that are doing that. And it's for the going to Sun Road, which makes sense. I mean, we've been on that road. 
yeah seeing shit but they're also doing it in Polbridge. oh really yeah they must have been getting a lot of people up there i think a lot of money has moved to that area um if you look at some of those housing shows Polbridge actually pops up on quite a few like you know hgtv i have two fucking million dollars to spend on a house that's and uh there's this, there's this like famous girl I follow on Instagram. I forget her name, but she was up in Polbridge like last summer. And like, you see a lot of the Montana bullshit. Uh, on, it's popular right now. So, yes. Oh. Yeah, but the timed entry, uh, because they're not the only ones doing it. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Rocky Mountain did it last, last summer due to the COVID, um, COVID travel craze. Uh, where everybody was going to the parks. And I'm not sure if they are doing it again this year. I found both that they were and they weren't. So unfortunately for everyone, I don't have an answer, which you'll want to look up um, on if they are doing it. Um, But the one park that is that I know, and this is new for them, is Arches. They're doing the timed entry. Yeah, and they announced it pretty well, which I like. Arches, if you follow them on social media, they have a really good, like, how they update people. Um, those Utah parks actually do a real good job on social media um, with how they update you on this stuff. Because that's actually, I think, how I saw Arches was going to uh, this timed entry um, was through one of, like, Arches National Park's Facebook posts. Oh, it very well could be. Um... But you know that like, so that's the third part. And there's actually other parks that have like um, permits and stuff for bigger attractions. So well, it's I'm one of those sh- things we kind of saw coming. Well, and I'm sure that as these other parks, like they're going to roll these out, you know. Um, take, for example, the, the, the little van bus things that uh, Canyon has, you know, that Yellowstone, you know, there's two parks that got those little like, they take people from like one area to the other oh the the uh electric van type weird yeah they're like weird bus things yeah Yeah. so like now like my thought is like with this timed entry you're going to use it in these parks first but it's going to roll over i mean you're going to see it in smokies you'll probably see it down in the everglades you'll probably see it in not mount rushmore no but i mean a lot of the more popular parks you're going to start seeing it or the smaller parks that get a lot of people because in reality, like when you first hear it, you have to like sign up like a lottery on when to enter an area at first glance, like hearing it, you think it's a horrible idea. You're like, you're, it's maybe not a horrible idea, but it's an idea that you don't really like. And then when you hear how it kind of works, it makes sense, which is it's just to get in. But once you're in, you're in. You well, can really be there all day. And I think some of the frustration comes from like when you're traveling, right? You don't know what time you're going to get to Arches. Uh, so that does hurt plans sometimes. But I mean, looking at all these like kind of the articles and, and stories about it's it's more just to help manage the congestion that already exists yeah um, and you can work around it because like you can go up going to sun at like 5 a.m if you want to skip the timed entry 
Um, cause not a lot of people are going to do that. Um, looking at, so I pulled up on Colorado talking about Rocky mountain. It's the third most visited national park. And, uh, they've only proposed for 2022. They haven't yet decided. Okay. Um, but it's, it's, it's May 27th through October 10th there. And the reason is reservations are being based on the 90% percent of parking and transit capacity, uh, which equates to around 20,000 visitors and 7,200 vehicles per day in Rocky Mountain National Park. Yeah. You know, and it makes sense, like, why Arches is doing it. It's just that one road. And... Yeah. I mean, I've been to Arches only a couple times, and both times I've seen long lines to like get into the park, and then like that first road there. So our, our entrance into Arches wasn't bad, but we came in the afternoon. Yeah, it, I mean, if you're in peak peak time, it's not. It can get real bad. It can no, and and I going to Sun, same thing, right? It's one of those. It's one of those roads. It's the road in Glacier, right? It's the only one. Um, I guess that makes more sense for like a Yellowstone and why you don't see as many, you know, you, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised Yellowstone has a, a timed entry, especially that entrance in West Yellowstone, because I have seen that one backed up for like two miles. Yeah, that would be, that would be the only one I could see them doing it at. You know, the thing is, like, once you're in the park, though, it's pretty cake um, when you're in Yellowstone anyway. You don't have much traffic. I mean, in the really populated or popular areas, you're going to. But it's such a vast park that I think just the sheer size of it helps control any kind of overcrowding right now. It could change, but right now. Well, and I guess I, I agree with what you're saying, because you're right. You know, we, our age, you know, and, and kind of the travel that we do, we are more flexible with that kind of stuff. The, the when we're going in, the when we're going out, uh, it can be, we can drive in the, you know, we're okay with that. There are people who aren't okay with that. So four o'clock rolls around, hey, we got to go back to Gardner, got to go back to West Yellowstone, you know. So that park does clear out, which is nice. Whereas these other parks, they do clear out and clear, but during the peak, like you said, they're, you're going to be waiting in line. Yeah. It, um, some of them are real bad. Yeah. So the Glacier ticket system, which is something that we're going to have to do, right? Uh, May 27th through September 11th are the dates. Um, What's really nice about a lot of these um, ticket systems that they have for all of the parks, really, um, they grow through recreation.gov. They go through recreation.gov. Yes. So um, that's that's nice because it keeps it all in one place. You know, not each place has like their their own uh, site to you have to go through. Like you can hit all of them from this one site. And and what's and it's an easy site to use. So that's yeah. nice. Um, reading this right. So. It's basically designed for high traffic volumes. Um, they're going to do it at the West Yellowstone, the West Glacier entrance, the St. Mary entrance, and then they say the new Camus entrance. They have a new um, entrance? Yeah, so I'm, curi I'm curious to see that. 
A ticket per, and, and then it says in 2022, a ticket per vehicle will also be required at the Pole Bridge Ranger Station to visit the North Fork area of the park. Oh, you're gonna have to have a pass, huh? I wonder though, cause they didn't check us for our pass. Yeah. Nor did they check, like there's a lot of probably Montanans that like live in Montana that just use like those lakes as if they're like normal lakes, you know what I mean? Or that area. So I could imagine them saying like, no, you're gonna have to have a ticket just cause there's enough park traffic that now we have to make it so that you can't just show up. Yeah, I'm sure. Because when we were up there, there was a lot of those kind of cars, I noticed. There were. Yeah, I, I remember when we were there, it looked like a lot of, like, that's just the lake you go to on the weekend. Yeah, and they, oh, they are, and this is a good one for our, our listeners, too. They are making making a point to let you know that these are tickets you have to get, but you also make sure you have, like, a, either a park pass or a lifetime annual pass, one of those passes to get you to the park, too. This ticket is just for the road. Yeah, and that's for a lot of these, even when it comes down to the more specific kind of hikes or things to do in these parks too. Like Half Dome, um, that ticket is just for the cables part of Half Dome. So it has it doesn't get you into the park. It doesn't get you a campground. Um, and you can do backcountry for half dome but it doesn't get you those backcountry permits either it's literally just for the like cables part and it's i'm certain it's the similar for angels landing like it's just for angels landing oh we'll get up there we'll get to that here in a little bit but it's all but it is saying in glacier so you have a lodging camping transportation or commercial activity that you've paid for that reservation will get you in as well. So if you're like, oh, I'm we're staying at McDonald Lodge, well, they'll let you in. Um, but also, it's going to be a $2 ticket. Yeah, so, uh, it, but they do, they have to do that when it comes to like the Half Dome or mm -hmm. like going to the sun or even in Acadia <laughs> Road where you have to buy a reservation to go up um because like we said with angels landing for years well i don't know well years since we've done it but only like a year here on the podcast but there's just too many people oh 100 um i'm i'm interested in this camis entry um i really am where it's going to be at in the park so i'm gonna have to look up maps <laughs> Got a fun little thing. Confused old uh, Zach. Now we got all of our maps are out of date now. All right, got to get new ones. Yeah. I'm interested. You kind of did some research on uh, Arches. What, what what are they saying? Arches is the timed entry. You know, it's classic. Just get into the park, timed entry. Uh, you can book out. It's like three, four months in, uh, ahead of time you can book. So... Like by the time you're listening to this, you're probably looking at end of April, beginning of May is when you get into the park. Um, so you you know you have some time on when you'll know. But uh, once you get into the park with this one, you're good to be there, however long you want to be there. Um, 
you know, if you get the 6 a.m. and you leave at 6 p.m., that's cool. Um, if you get there at 6 a.m. and you leave at 7 a.m., that's cool, too. <laughs> it's your choice to do with what you want in those parks, and that's what makes them so beautiful. You know, you can spend the days, the hours, or you can spend, you know, the minutes, the moments. <laughs> but yeah. I love it. I mean, I like I, I like that the parks are going to this. It's safer. Um, it really, I think it helps. I help. It really helps eliminate the boneheads. I think too, because there's a lot of people who just expect things and just show up, and they don't go through these processes. I get not knowing and not understanding, you know. But there's those, you know, there's the people that know these things exist, but are going to try and go up and do it anyway. Um, and it's it's not oh fuck the system man you know because that's typically what that response is but it's like no this is just because we've seen too many idiots and when it comes to mountain driving i i really i guess I call ignorance is bliss right you know growing up in the mountains being able to, to explore, go to yellowstone it's in my backyard you know and do that and drive on snow roads and all that i guess i have that because you get some of these people that you're just like, you know, what are you doing? Did you not read the newspaper that says use the pullout? They even say it to you when they hand you the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get it. it. You're on vacation, but, you know, you're not the only one there. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm for it, too. I know it'll be a headache at times because you're going to be like, I really wanted to get in for this and you just can't or you want to get something and you don't get it. So there will be some frustrating parts, but man, when you do get it, it makes it that much sweeter and it's not that much of a hassle. Um, it's going to make the overall experience better. So I'm kind of all for this new timed entry deal. Timed entry is interesting because it's, it's a little bit different than permits, you know, uh, because that's more of a, a con well, they're both for congestion, but that's more to manage the flow of congestion where permits are a little bit different too. Because like, I look at like the wave in Arizona as one of the ones I want to do. And yeah. just the fact that the, the time and planning you have to, you know, the, it's more of like, I won this lottery. You know, when you put in for the North Cascades, it's like, fuck, we won if you get it. Yeah. Um, but, but we didn't, so we didn't win, we lost. Uh, versus like, this, where this is just to get you in, you know, you don't get your timed entry spot. You can probably find another one as well as go that day, but just go super early or super late. Yeah, I think it's still, it's easier to maneuver a timed entry. I do think that um, <laughs> that is true. You know what that means? Time for another commercial break where we get to tell you to like, subscribe, and review our podcast. Whether you're getting that podcast on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, WhatsApp, whatever podcast app you use, you can make it happen. And don't forget, this is also the time to let, uh, let you guys know that you can pick up that Wandering Ways swag at the Teespring. Make sure to check it out. The link is in the bio down below or in the episode description. It's even in the show description, too, if you can't find it in the episode. But you can go on there. You can get your sweatshirts. You can get your uh, shirts. You can get long sleeves, short sleeves. You can even get some socks. Uh, it looks pretty cool. 
uh, highly recommend. You will be impressing everybody at your next bonfire with some Wandering Ways swag. You know, and if that's not enough, we're going to tell you to follow us individually on our social medias. You could check me out at the Ruguru or Zach of Wandering Ways. You know, check out the adventure firsthand where there might not be any ads. Exactly. And who doesn't like some good free pub? I need the followers to go up. So I'm going to throw out Reverend Marcus. Check me out on the Twitter, on the Instagram. Um, I do some cool stuff. So please give me the follow. All right. We also do not cool stuff. Yeah. But anyways, uh, let's keep wandering on. Um, before we go any farther, it is time to show off some cool shit in nature. This week I have two. I have one is a picture that I thought was really, really cool of good old Mount Hood. Oh, that is cool. So the reason why I thought this was so cool is... So the sun is setting very low to the horizon and it's creating a shadow on Mount Hood. And the way this guy's captured the photo, there's like such a distinct line uh, from the shadow. Yeah, in the clouds, which is the best part. Um, you, what's, what band is that? That is the triangle with the rainbow coming out? It has the white Oh, line. Pink Floyd. Okay, I thought it was. I just didn't want to say that and be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would know, so that's what it reminds me of. Oh yeah, I can see that. Just the the way this the dark is coming in just has that feeling. Yeah, yeah, I see. That's a cool pick. Oh yeah, I when I saw this, I was like, this is definitely one to reshare because when I look at it, I think of I think of a sundial or clock. Oh yeah, I see that too. My head. I uh, I see I see you at work. Like, hey, you know, slight, you know, print athlete report, print athlete report, print COVID test, print COVID test. Slide this in there, print COVID test. You know, and then you're going to hang this up on your work computer on the back, so when your athletes come and they see it. <laughs> oh, this picture? Uh, probably not. I don't hang a lot in my office. <laughs> oh, I thought this would be the one. <laughs> No, I don't know. Maybe. Copy paper. It's not as pretty as the... Yeah. So this one, this next one is just kind of a video of uh, the Northern Lights. That's cool. Yeah, it is super cool. I mean, I really want to see these things. We need to, we really just need to plan a trip to Iceland. Or north, just honestly, we just gotta go north. Just take do one of those road trips where it's like we're going north to Canada and just seeing how far this fucking jeep will go before it blows up on us. Uh, probably we probably would reach Alaska. Well, I just mean like we do that. Car blows up, we get a new one. You know, run her, oh, yeah. her down, leave her there. <laughs> Saw the northern lights. Le- leave her to pasture. Yeah, that's what natives do. You drive by a reservation. You can tell the white homes from the native homes. The native homes have all the cars out in front because they put the cars out to pasture, just like the horse. You know, I put too much time and money. You know, I worked hard for that thing. I ain't going to sell it. I'm going to fucking park in my backyard and let the plants grow in it. That's, I mean, 
I'm, I'm one not, way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> one way to do it. Right. Actually, speaking of the reservation, I've been watching, I've been getting into that Yellowstone. Oh, that show. I've watched like two episodes of it. Dude, it's so disingenuous to the natives here in Montana. Because it's yeah. like, what fucking 400 room hotel casino is in Montana that the natives own? <laughs> like, none. It's not California. It's not Arizona. Like, the Tribal Gaming Commission in Montana, it sucked because the state of Montana set up gaming to basically oh, combat that. Yeah. And basically, if you want to get a liquor license in Montana, you have to open up, yeah, at least have six Kino machines. And it's crazy how uh, it just dis it just made it so hard for the natives to make. Why are you going to drive to Crow? Why are you going to drive to Fort Peck? Why are you going to drive to Fort Belknap? You know, why? I can go to Billings, Great Falls, you know, they're not, they're, not as great, but they're they're just as great, you know. You're... Yeah, I see. Yeah, I never really thought of that when I watched the show, but I also only made it again two episodes in, and I was like, I don't know if this is my thing. I mean, it's one of the, it's it's very kind of, so far those two. It's just thriller, you know. It's very adventure, or not adventure, but uh, entertainment, exciting thriller yeah. shooting a while. Those. I mean, it's cool because where they film it is over in Steve or over in Darby, Montana, which is near Stevensville where David lives and uh, Colton's dad. And uh, they, you know, so you see that, but it's funny, you know, they go to some of the cities, they, they say they go to Livingston, it's Helena, you know, like in the, in the shots. Um, and then one of my favorite is this girl, this ranch girl from Miles City is becoming the, they're, they're, put, they're trying to get her elected. <laughs> She's like, she's like oh yeah our, our ranch over there by lewiston and i was like if you're from Miles city you'll never call lewistown lewiston <laughs> this is in idaho <laughs> like just the little things that like you could do better but because they don't give a fuck because it's just about being making a movie they you know yeah whenever they make like shows yeah. like that or most movies they always make those kind of mistakes where or or Big Sky where they're film they film in Albuquerque, the new seat the first season they filmed in uh, British Columbia the new season they filmed down in New Mexico and they have the pinion trees You're like oh yeah because you see those all over Montana <laughs> you know no it just needs to be said <laughs> yeah, it's just Hollywood being Hollywood at the end of the day it really is yeah. So going back to permits, though, um, you know, most there are still the permits for all of the other things that needed permits, like backcountry, which is that lottery plus day of, sometimes just day of. Half dome, still a lottery um, when it comes to the parks and stuff like that. Uh, the newest one is, again, Angel's Landing, which we've talked about. Well, I'm on their page right now. So right now, for big ad to click on, uh, right here it says, for hikes April 1st to May 31st, apply for a hiking permit, and then apply it by January 20th. So yeah, 11 more days from when we're recording this. Um, but uh, the recreation.gov, right big behind it. Um, and like we said, this was a hike needed. Yeah. Needed this system. Yeah. It sounds like it is, it's similar to Arch's timeline where it's like that three, four months out. Yep. 
so the pilot program reflects lessons learned uh, when they've did uh, metered hikers in 2019 and 2021. Um, and then basically using the, the shuttle system as well is how they, how they came up with this. So if you're wanting to hike, like we said, uh, April 1st, May 31st, lottery opens January 3rd, closes the 20th, permits issued five days later. So from when it closes, they're going to choose in five days. Uh, if you want to hike June 1st to August 31st, so the summer months, uh, lottery opens April 1st and close the 20th. Uh, if you want to hike September 1st to November 30th, July 1st is open, July 20th is closed, and December 1st to February 28th is October 1st to October 20th. So it seems pretty simple, three months out in advance. Um, yeah. Yeah, it does. And which is, again, kind of nice because it's just a simple system. And thank God they're doing it. I mean, shoot, we called it the day we hiked it, you know. Uh, so it's, it's we knew it was coming. And by golly, George, they're really doing it. Um, you can. So there's the, that. And that's the, the, the seasonal lottery is what they call that one. Right. Three dollars is what it costs to get the per, per person. So if you have, you know, say me, you and Matt want to do it, that's going to be nine bucks for my permit. Nice. Um, but there is a day before lottery. Oh. So you can apply for a permit the day before your planned hike on and after March 31st, 2022. Uh, it opens every day at midnight, basically, and closes at 3 p.m. mountain time. It costs $6 to apply for these ones, so double the money. Um, oh, but it, but it also, that you could do six people on that six bucks, so depends on how you do it. Oh, nice. That, uh, <laughs> Go ahead. That's a, good, that's a good little service the day before. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, for example, if you want to hike on a Tuesday, you need to apply on Monday. We will issue permits at 4 p.m. that Monday, so an hour after. Um, yeah, so it's $6, but it's $6 to apply, but and once you get it, you will also be charged $3 for permits. That's what it says now. Uh, and they'll email it to you, um, and you just show them. Make so sure you, you got, got good Wi-Fi, everybody. Yeah, it says printer download. And you have like three days to print. There's also, you go to the, this, I'm on Zion's national park page. There's a video here. Enter the lottery, finalize your plans, enjoy your hike. Two minute, 59 second video. So well, that's nice of them to put a uh, video up there because I'm sure many, many of people would struggle with knowing. I'm, I'm actually interested now to see that it's permitted. I'm curious how many. If that makes yeah, sense. I, um, it's I to look into one, you know, you can just sign up, try and get one, um, and just see if they have the number posted. I'm sure they do. Well, and, and they probably, yeah, I just, on this one, I mean, it makes sense. It's kind of your, like, you know, Q&A kind of frequently asked questions page, you know, your, your, your one cheater. And yeah. uh, I, I mean, it's good. I'm curious because like when we went, like, is it going to be less than that? Because then I'm like, well, then I kind of want to do it again. 
<laughs> you know, there's less people going up it. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. How many people? Because if it's not a, if it's not too bad, it would be worth doing it again. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm looking, and because like the other one here, looking at like the wave in Arizona. Yeah, that's a that forty eight people a day. That's like 50 people is not a lot of people, you know, like it is and it isn't. But like, if that's what Angel's Landing is, there were 50 people on the one junction on. (laughs) It sure felt like it. It sure felt like it. I mean, drop something. Um, (laughs) If you're watching on video, on Spotify video, you would have saw that. Um, But uh no, because if you think of like where we were standing, there were multiple places where it was single, the one-way traffic essentially. And there were probably 15 of us waiting to go up and 15 of them waiting to come down. And there were probably three or four of those spots. So there's 50 people right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you no, really that's that's true. I mean, amongst the whole rock, there's probably there had to have been at least 50 people. Yeah, you're oh, right. that. Yeah, there were a lot of people on the whole shabam. And I honestly, I don't think we went on that busy of a day. No, it was like a Tuesday and we went in the early in the morning because I think there were more people going up when we were coming down. Yeah, but I've also seen pictures too. And like we didn't have nearly as bad as uh, some of the pictures I've seen. And then I saw one of Colton's pictures because he went in like an October when October, November was icy and snowy up there. Oh, that'd be sketch. And he said it was sketch, but he said there wasn't a lot of people. Really? Yeah. So maybe we go in the winter. Shit. (laughs) Would you, I got a question for you while we're on this winter activity doing crazy sketchy stuff. Uh, Would you canoe a river with me in a blizzard? An easier river, like the Bighorn. In a blizzard? Well, because I want to fish the Bighorn in a blizzard. Well, not a blizzard, but when it's snowing. I think as long as I've got a good coat. Right? All right. And gloves. Yeah. I just want to be that guy that's like, you know, well, I've done it in the winter. You're fine. Fuck it. Be that yeah. old man. <laughs> I cover my face up, got just my eyes kind of poking out, right? I got that Montana hat on. I got a big coat, gloves. I could do it. You'd be sweating because you'll be. <laughs> I know, I would be 100%. Just just like, oh, I'm sweating. I'm sweating bullets over here. No, it'd be fun. So cool. I'll, put, I'll pencil you in as a maybe. Maybe, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the God, we need to do the wave man it's a blm and that one's that one's interesting because it's not through recreation.gov yeah but it's also not ran by the parks so oh. it makes sense why it's not necessarily on the uh recreation oh no it is my bad oh, sorry is? yeah it looked in the the way their website the blm has a terrible website so I, even working for them, like navigating it was the worst when, when I did, you know, it was like, oh. but that's kind of one of their things where it's like, 
we're the people who want to be in nature so bad that we didn't do national parks or national forests. We chose BLM. Yeah. Because <laughs> we knew we would be out in nature all the time. Yeah. Like, public facing, you know? No, it's it, actually, sorry, it is on recreation.gov. My bad, my bad. It, they call it, it's actually called Coyote Buttes North, and then in parentheses, the wave. Oh, okay. Yeah, need to know. Let's click on that. Uh, permits are non-refundable. Uh, each individual may submit only one application per lottery. Uh, you cannot hold more than one permit for a permit area. Okay. Makes sense, though. You can only put it once. <laughs> Maybe there's other within that. Well, it's probably of one of those where it's like, you know, you don't get it, so you try and get, get uh, apply again or uh, try and get your, increase your odds so you apply more than once. Violate, uh, what's the group size number? I, it just says violators. If, if you violate the group size, maybe it is only six people per. You know, the wave must not be too terribly big if they've had a permit system for a while. No, and it's, well, and it makes sense, right? Because it's just like one rock formation in the desert. Yeah. Uh, but it, 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 oh, so they're saying that the Coyote Beats North is a small part of the, Piera Canyon Vermilion Cliffs. Uh, so kind of this, so maybe if you're in that area, you can only have one permit for one of those areas. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's uh, the, here, the hike to the wave is a physically demanding 6.4 mile, round mile trip or round, mile round trip. Uh, I think that's me and you. I think that's, I think that's our good one. Our good hikes, like our good day hikes, are the like three, three in, three out. Six point four round trip. Yeah, that's cake. Well, I know it is for you. Yeah, but I, for us, it's like that's a, but that's typically I on like Angels Landing is about the same, I think. Um, yeah, I can't remember how far Angels Landing is. I exited off that page since we were done talking about them, but it's I saw only... six point something. I didn't know if it was round trip or whole. The round trip. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But that's good. I mean, that's good stuff for like what we do because we like to bust out those type of hikes in a day. You know, it's a good day hike and then on to the next. Yeah, it's, it's a good one to go in, hike it, hang out at that point and hike back. It's um, no overnight. Uh, if you're, your dates, you want to go lottery opens application so it says january 1st to 2022 january 31st lottery opens application permits during may oh so they're january's for may yeah so i'm assuming then i'm no i'm thrown off by this one sorry guys um is this saying that i have to if i want to go january 1st 2022 do i have to I'm just gonna go to. I'm just gonna go try and see the permit. Huh? How about that? Let's do that. May 2022, right now, January. Yeah, that's what I figured. It was okay, like yeah, yeah. apply now for May. So if you're planning on, oh well, by the time this comes out, it, hopefully you're planning for June, because <laughs> I think those are the permits that will be available to you. Right. Yeah. Right here it says if you want to go May to May to May for the first month of January. So it's about yeah, like you said. Um, the four months of for that month like 
it's you, you have one month to do the one month thing whereas like glacier and and even angels landing there's like three months you you have a three month selection of time for your one month of or your couple months of this yeah for this one is yeah. one 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 which is nice because it gives you a little bit more because i've had issues with like booking campsites on recreation.gov where it's like i want this day and they're like well your nearest day is <laughs> september and you're like well i wanted it for may <laughs> like, yeah i've ran into the issues like that but for the most part reservation.gov's been fantastic I want to say we used them for something else on one of our trips. Oh, like, I've used it a ton of times. I think I've used it at least once every year for the past, or every summer for the past four years. Oh, look at you. This ain't your first time. <laughs> no. I mean, Oregon, like all of this stuff for Oregon is on recreation.gov. Well, wasn't that what you were saying is you were on a hike that like you found out that you had to have a permit because like it was one of like Oregon has done that to a lot of their trails. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was in Bend. I was on well, a hike. It was a COVID, right? Well, no, they instituted it. Well, you yeah, know, it was COVID because everyone during COVID went and there'd be just lines of cars on the street and stuff. So they decided, yeah, I forgot that they have the month or the, you have to plan a week ahead to do certain trails because the South Sister, if you ever wanted to climb South Sister, it used to be just show up and go, but now you need a permit. What if it was, what if you always needed a permit and you just did it the couple times you did just show up and go? <laughs> that'd be, uh, that'd be ironic, but I'm pretty sure you don't. Or you didn't have to for, uh, and then it's certain ones, like certain trails are different. Like you have to have the week ahead reserve, but there's some trails where you can like at the trailhead, get a permit. No, you sign in kind of, it's more yeah. of a, it's well, essentially a sign in, um, is what the permit is, but. And some of those are, which it's, it is for like, oh yeah, we do have two hikers that we're supposed to come out on that day that's whose car that is or yeah they, they do you're right there are some of those where it is about safety i know we had a it wasn't a permit it was a sign-in box in colorado when we were really little we hiked up to this lake to go fishing and it was one of those ones that was like if you see atv tracks just know that that was from a rescue we had to do like a couple weeks ago and my mom and dad were like oh cool this will be fun let's go hike up here <laughs> a long way up and a quick way back out i remember they'd be like it's so much quicker on the way out because all downhill yeah yeah we had a sign in we also had to have a permit too for um st helens mm. for that one um but anyways it is getting to that time and i'm gonna be that guy as we're gonna get into our final words so final words my guy oh man i you know make the most of it everything you know like i said I, yellowstone's in my backyard so i'm gonna make the most of that i'm gonna i'm gonna force myself to go there as much as i can uh without you know without straining myself out you know that's why like yesterday gotta take a break um my internet might be going out at this moment too because my computer's acting up so i'm apologize if that comes through guys um but we are 
you know, just make the most of your time. We, we're not here that long. We're, you know, we're human. We live 80, 100 years if we're lucky. And at the same point, you know, you hit, some people hit 50, 60, and that's it because their body can't take it because they went hard when they're young. Um, so I think if you have the time, you have the ability, make the most of every second of every day because you just, you don't know. And if you want to go see a moose in Yellowstone, then get in the fucking car and go see a moose in Yellowstone. Don't text me from home saying, I wish I could do that. No, I'm kidding, Jared. I love you. But <laughs> we'll go next week. <laughs> All right, Reverend, your chance. Reverend's final words of wisdom. Stay beautiful, everybody. I can't tell you how much I appreciate every single one of you. Please make sure you go and hit the like, subscribe, rate on the YouTube, on the Spotify, on the Apple, on the Google, on the wherever you get your spot or your podcast. Just give us the like, the thumbs up. It really does help out a lot with the whole algorithm stuff. Um, and then, you know, if you can tell a friend or a family member about the podcast too, that helps out a lot. Anything you guys can do to help us out would be mucho appreciated, much appreciated. We would love it. Um, just stay beautiful, go outside, enjoy some sun, enjoy some rain, enjoy some cloudy weather, whatever you want. But that being said, peace out, everybody. Bye.